Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Status Alternative Podcast. My name is Brittany, and on today's episode, I have a special guest with me. Uh, we have Randy Stone from Altruist Comics. You want to say hi to the people? Everyone. All right, cool. So uh, just to start and give people a starter, uh, introduce yourself, what it is that you do, and what it is that you're from, and all that other fun stuff. Yeah, so I'm Randy Stone. I'm uh, up near Vancouver in Canada on the West Coast. I've been reading comics my whole life, making them for pretty much as long. Um, past few years, started self-publishing actual work, and Bullet Adventures is my newest one. We'll be talking a bit about the Kickstarter that's live right now uh, for issues two and three. Superhero story there, uh, kid-friendly but enjoyable to adults as well, and just a lot of fun. So what made you start uh, self-publishing comics and like altruist comics as a whole? Yeah, well, I've had a few works published by other publishers and uh, the experience was great having my books out and uh, coming out from different companies like that. But I found uh, when I self-published my first book, uh, Death in Comics, I just had more control, uh, learning stuff about printing, uh, just dealing with a lot of uh, the ins and outs of producing a book, not just making a comic. Uh, I liked it. Uh, it was great <clears throat> to have that control. And, you know, it just seemed like an opportunity for me to put my own work out there, 100% me. Uh, at the same time, I've started doing other things like producing work um, that others have created. So I'll, I'll publish work that uh, is, I'm not involved in directly. And I really enjoyed that process as well. So it's something I'd like to continue on, uh, build on that. And I've done backup stories in an anthology that um, I publish other people's work. Sometimes they're very first published work. And it's a pretty cool process to, to introduce others to somebody's uh, art like that. Um, so, yeah, I've just been building it up slowly. I've got several Kickstarter campaigns under my belt, uh, several published books, and just going from there. All right, cool, cool. So can you tell me a little bit more about what uh, Bullet Adventures is and the Kickstarter and everything like that? Yeah, so it came out of a one-shot um, about a year and a half ago. We published that one. Uh, it was a self-contained one-shot set in the 60s where the superhero speedster gained powers, fell in love, and saved the world. Um, it, although that was self-contained and a one-and-done, we wanted to revisit the characters and the concepts that we introduced there. And so this past fall, I uh, did a Kickstarter for the first issue of Bullet Adventures, which is a continuing series based on that character. Um, with issue two, which is available for free at the Kickstarter page. You can read the whole story there. Uh, we introduce a new protagonist, which is actually his granddaughter in the present day. And so we're dealing with a lot of stuff, generational themes, uh, legacy of characters, and uh, it's just a really fun story. It's, it's kind of the stuff that I grew up on. Uh, what I want to get back to is superheroes that aren't all grim and gritty. It's bright colored, it's fun, it's crazy energy and dealing with family dynamics and everything. It's just I love it. I'm a huge fan of the book. Even if I wasn't creating it, uh, it would be on the top of my to-read list. All right, cool. So with Bullet Adventures, do you have any other titles you would like to go into that are believed that you've done in the past? Sure, yeah. Like um, another superhero book I did was called The Sensational Swan. Um, that was a lot of fun. It's just uh, dealing with kind of superhero archetypes. Um, I've done more serious things like crime, the crime anthology, Crime Pays, uh, Death in Comics, as I mentioned, uh, a bunch of short stories that were tied into death in some way. Uh, so I've explored kind of the mature stuff, and now I'm really leaning into the kid-friendly, all ages, um, although enjoyable to adults, but 
just lighthearted, fun aspect of comics. And I've got two young boys myself, so it's something that I can actually share with them compared to the gory crime and horror that I've done previously. Gotcha. So my, I have a, I had a past episode come out from Status Alternative where I talk about how I got into comics. Um, I'm more of a, like, I'm a bit of a late bloomer, so my introduction to comics is I've always known about the comics through, like, the movies, like, when Blade came out. Obviously, the bigger ones everyone's seen and everything, but I didn't officially get into comics until, like, right around 2016 when I started going to a convention here in Chicago called uh, C2E2, so yeah. that's when I first started, and the comic that got me into, like, um, collecting comics was the Max. So for you, okay. what is kind of like your uh, sort of introductory or how did you get into comics? Yeah, so I mean, 30 plus years ago, uh, Marvel produced a series of trading cards, the Marvel Universe series. Uh, and I picked that up at like a 7-Eleven and just seeing those colorful characters. And it was just so intriguing to me that I started reading the books from there. Like I'd grabbed a couple comics here and there off the shelf and I watched Spider-Man and his amazing friends back in the early 80s. Um, but that was really what did it. And then I got hooked on Jim Lee's X-Men. That was the era. And then moving into image comics, like the max came out around that time. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, that was pretty much it. in the nineties was my big introduction to superheroes. Then moving towards more, more mature themes, like vertigo books and stuff like that. Uh, as I went through high school and, uh, then got more into indie comics as I, you know, was in university and, and my adult life, I guess, and supporting other indie creators as I started doing my own books. Sweet. So is there like any um, body you want to give a shout out to that you are sort of working with now that you think is like, OK, this could be it. This is really good. I'm enjoying this. And it doesn't even have to be on a bigger scale. It could be just like, OK, I really just enjoy this person's work. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I could shout out a ton of friends, but I'd really focus on my my Bullet Ventures collaborators because I have a ridiculous team of talented people that I'm working with. Uh, Jordan Alseca, who's writing with me, he's really good. He's he's going to blow up any minute now. Like he's got some some great stuff on the horizon. Uh, Nico Carrizo, who's penciling the book, uh, starting with issue two. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets snagged by Marvel or DC to put on them their uh, top books anytime now. Uh, so I'm really grateful that he's been doing bullet adventures with us. And then paired up with Fran Citarelli, uh, she's a great colorist and a perfect complement to Nico's style. And Lucas Catoni, who's an amazing letterer, uh, he's really starting to get recognized now. He's been getting some awards and uh, a lot of DC work lately. Um, so yeah, he's top tier letterer and we're glad to have him involved with our superhero project. Cool, cool. So um, let's see. Are there any books you're currently reading right now that have catch dry? Because I know that like me, myself, I'm like my pull list is like full with like multiple titles that I'm reading at once, maybe like 10 or more titles. Is there anything that's sort of catching your eye currently right now? I'm so behind on stuff that's actually on the shelf these days. Um, <clears throat> if it's not something a friend has sent me to read, then I probably haven't read anything in the past couple of years. Uh, I did pick up Stillwater. Uh, I was reading the trades, um, those first two trades. I really liked that. Uh, Chip Zdarsky and Ramon Perez. Um, yeah, I really liked the concept there and the execution was really cool. Um, but really, I'm, I'm so far behind. I haven't even finished reading uh, Kill or Be Killed, which was probably sitting on my shelf for two or three years now and haven't finished yeah. that. 
put my money and time into actually making the books and struggle to actually read them. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I'm behind too. There's like so much stuff out there. And then with everything going on with like, you got these movies coming out, you got everything coming out. So the indie route. So how does that process sort of work for you publishing your own comics? Because I know that's kind of like in this new age of technology, it's seeming like a lot of comic book creators or any type of creatives, they are pushing to put their stuff out independently rather than going to a big publisher and stuff like that. So what is sort of your favorite thing about being an indie uh, publisher and some of your not so favorite things? Yeah, I think it's it's just a viable option now that probably wasn't there a dozen years ago. Um, I really like just the community. Uh, indie comic creators are super supportive of one another. Uh, so the computer, uh, the community is great. Um, I've done all but one of my books through Kickstarter. So that's just a great platform to actually reach a larger audience that I couldn't possibly do just attending local conventions. Um, so I think, yeah, just the viability of, of doing this, uh, that's the thing I like most is that it's actually possible for me to sit in my office here and reach people across the world, really. Uh, the thing I don't like is trying to market this book um, or anything. Basically, I feel like I've got a great concept. I've got great execution. This product is so good, but it's very hard to break through to the larger audience. Like I've got my little circles, but you know, trying to get the word out there because I feel if people actually see it and they read it, they'll love it. Uh, it's just a matter of putting in that work to get it out there and trying to break through the uh, algorithms on social media. And, you know, it's just, it's tough. So that wearing that hat has been my biggest challenge. But I appreciate opportunities to come on shows like yours and actually, you know, get the word out a little bit more. So thank you. No problem. Yeah. And I, I can definitely relate to that. Um, being an indie like podcaster, just kind of starting out, I only recently started this in like 2021. And I, I feel the same frustration where it's like, you feel like there's not a lot of people paying attention, but you'd be surprised at like how many people are like actually paying attention and like they yeah. see it and they may, they may not be vocal about it, but they're there. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah. So aside from Bullet Adventures, which is currently doing its Kickstarter now, do you have any other stuff that you're willing to share in the near future that's currently out right now or going to be out yeah. pretty soon? I've talked about it. We we're ahead on Bullet Adventures, so there'll be additional issues on that. Um, I've got a couple other projects in the works, but they've been really slow in some ways, so I'm hesitant to talk about them too much because they may be delayed further. Uh, but yeah, there, I've got some more a horror, another horror book and the more crime book. So I'll be balancing the, the fun superhero stuff with some of the more mature stuff as well. But uh, I'll talk about that as we get closer to completing the books. Cool. And how long is the Kickstarter for Bullet Adventures currently right now? Uh, we wrap on February 23rd. So we'll put in a full okay. month of that and uh, hopefully have a strong finish. All right. So aside from comics, is there any other like hobbies that you currently do and stuff like that? Because my podcast is mostly focused on not only comics, but like anime, professional wrestling, uh, heavy music and stuff like that. Yeah, to be honest, all my free time seems to be eaten up by uh, comic books. Um, I've got two young boys, so I'm involved in all their stuff. We take them to activities pretty much every day. 
So that's my life. Kids and yeah, comics. Gotcha. Yeah, I got you. I hear you. So if you, let's see, you said you got into comics like 30 plus years ago. Do you have like a top five, whether it be Marvel, DC, indie publishers, do you have like, like if you have a top five, like your favorite, like sort of comic book characters? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I grew up on the X-Men. I've drifted away from that in the past 20 years or so, but I mean, that's kind of like home for me, especially that Jim Lee era. Um, so I always look at that fondly. Daredevil, I got into in high school quite a bit. Um, Carl Kessel did a run, and then Brian Bendis took over soon after. Uh, so kind of that era, or Kevin Smith did a run in that too. Um, so around that time, I was big into Daredevil, and I quite like that. I think that's one of the strongest characters, just the concept of him. Uh, Invincible, that was a great one. I was uh, into that when Robert Kirkman and Corey Walker first put that out, and you know that's blown up. And it's kind of an influence influence on how Bullet Adventures is uh, the new teen angle on uh, issue two and beyond, uh, kind of like Invincible's early issues, um, keeping it lighthearted. So. I love that. It's a great character, and I think they did a great job developing a, a brand new superhero that felt like it's been around forever. Um, yeah, other ones. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Man's classic. I, I'm definitely more of a Marvel guy, uh, so I've enjoyed the MCU stuff. Uh, I haven't caught up on all the Disney Plus shows, but and it's uh, pretty cool to see that stuff that I grew up on on the big screen and feeling like, wow, this is real. Yeah. I, I can relate to that as well. Like, I haven't really caught up on... I think the last MCU movie I actually saw in theaters was the most recent Spider-Man movie. And then after yeah. that, I kind of took a break because it's like, yeah. it's a lot to catch up on all this. It is, yeah. I don't know if so, I ever will. I haven't finished the Netflix um, Marvel things that came out years ago. And I got about halfway through that even before they pulled it. So I don't know if I ever will catch up on all of Disney+. Plus, But I'd like to. Yeah. So I have um, sort of friends on Twitter who he's currently publishing his own um, comic book right now. Um, what is some advice you would give to anybody who is going to get into doing an indie publishing or just starting their own comic book in general? Yeah, I think just doing it is probably the biggest step. Like a lot of people have ideas, but never go with it. You know, you actually just write it down and, if you can't draw, work with some artists, um, find somebody. It may be, you know, they're just starting out as well, but the two of you can put something out and actually develop this concept and get it out there. And you can through Kickstarter, just putting on a webcomic or, you know, webtoons or whatever. Um, the biggest tip is just to do it, really. And don't expect to make a, a fortune off of it. It probably won't be profitable. Uh, but that learning experience and you can apply those things to your next book and just continue to grow from there. All right, cool. So I'm going to wrap this up because, like I said, this wasn't going to be a long one because I didn't want to hold you. Um, any So currently right now, how many issues is Bullet Adventures going to run for? I would hope it's successful enough to just keep on going. Um, we've got the fourth one done. And this Kickstarter's for two and three. Uh, we've got ideas for at least a dozen more stories. So as long as I can continue putting them out, then I will. So hopefully we'll build an audience. And yeah, you'll see this until, you know, 20, 30 issues down the road, we'll still be pushing it out. So 
Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. All right. Uh, would you like to plug your information? I'm also going to have it in the description for when this episode comes out. Uh, would you like to plug your information, all your socials and everything? Yeah, so I'm uh, at Altruist Comics on most social media. You can find me there. Um, I've got an altruistcomics.com website that has the web store there. You can buy previous issues that I've put out, uh, which they're all also available as add-ons with Kickstarter campaigns. So definitely check that out. Uh, the story from number two is available right there on the, the project page on Kickstarter. So you can read that free of charge. Uh, just enjoy it and hope you like it enough to support the book and get the word out, help spread the the link so yeah all right i appreciate your time randy um when the next kickstarter uh comes out feel free to contact me i would love to have you on and support the book and everything like that thanks Brittany. no problem all right ladies and gentlemen and everyone this has been the status alternative podcast this has been randy and we will catch you all on the next episode and remember stay alternative